0: everybody and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, delicious, diabolical video game ideas and turn them into the next triple titles that make lots of money and make lots of people angry. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rhea, And I'm your other host, AJ Hart, and today I'm really
1: focused on making money. I'm so really? hungry for money Real? right now. Yeah, yeah, I think that I'm actually over being poor, I think mm. that I'm over the idea of like I'm just so tired of looking at my DoorDash app and looking at it and being like, Well I could yes, order because- Typhoon and have the DoorDash delivered to me, but that would be an extra ten dollars. Yeah. Or Chipotle. Chipotle would normally be like, eh, we'll be
0: nice and say a fifteen dollar oh, meal. Oh to oh, oh to look at a delivery app and think, Yes, I can spare the fifteen dollars that I could have bought I can another spare meal with that. Isn't yeah. that wild that like the delivery cost is the price of like another meal? I know that's not like like mind breaking stuff, but like it is kind of It's it, a lot. It's we're willing to pay that. Like it, the amount of convenience you get. I mean, even if you like you take gas money into account, or like I mean, if you for you it's like an Uber or a a, a, spri- a, spri- a uh, brisk. That's the word I was like. You got for. it. There brisk, it is. You, brisk, you found it. A brisk walk down the street or a one wheelie. Oh my god, do you, do you still have I your one-wheel, right? I
1: cannot take a brisk walk or a one-wheel trip because my knee is still injured, How are my you gonna, dear friend.
0: Is that going to be the way you celebrate? You're just going to be, like, cracking champagnes and downing them while you're going down one of the one-wheeling yeah and...
1: absolutely that sounds stupid and dangerous please don't drink in
0: one wheel at the same time dude it's kind of fun actually <laughs> Blake Raya. I, I what I, i'm not operating a motor vehicle it's a I'm... heavy piece of machinery and yeah. it, you are operating a motor vehicle it is a motorized wheel it's does wait does do electric motors count as motorized vehicles I'm going to kick you in the butt. <laughs> um dude, so what do you get what game are you playing? What what do you let's talk games a little bit. I'm playing
1: more Kirby and I recently <gasps> was listening to the Sonic Adventure 2 soundtrack. Uh-huh. But I've been playing Kirby lately. That's this, a good is, game that Kirby.
0: Is this the one that you're playing with your partner?
1: Yes. Ooh. And it's a lot of fun. I, I thought you
0: guys finished I actually it already. really
1: enjoyed No. Oh, hell no, no. We've <laughs> had very few times that we've gotten to play it. Mm-hmm. But it has been a lot of fun. I do like... It's been a long time since I've played a Kirby game. Like, the actual only other Kirby game that I remember playing was the one where you... It was the little marble, and you just drew, like, his paths on the DS. Which I don't know if that even counts as a Kirby game, what? because it wasn't following Kirby
0: rules. You know, I feel like... When I think about Kirby, I Kirby's feel like... Kirby's Rainbow Road. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the majority... The weird thing about Kirby is I feel like the majority of the games are spinoffs at this point. I feel like there has been more spinoff games than there has been core games.
1: Because... I don't know, because Kirby Epic Young plays like a Kirby game. Kirby and the Robo plays like a Kirby game. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands plays like a Kirby game.
0: Yeah, but then you also have like Kirby, the Battle Royale, Kirby, uh, what's it called? There's like another one that came out recently. There was the bad
1: four-player beat-em-up that yeah. came out. That's right. And then, and then there's then also there
0: K- the, uh, K- the Kirby, but the golf game. Um, I forget the name of it. Uh, Kirby dreams There's course. also
1: now going to be a Kirby, emo- uh, Kirby Fall Guys on the way soon.
0: Wait, are they doing? Are they doing a collab where they're gonna quite have Kirby? Tell if it, no, it's
1: not a collab. It's just like it, I couldn't quite tell if it was a Kirby-based Fall Guys or a Kirby-based
0: Super Monkey Ball, but it's something along those lines. That's lovely. Um, I actually like that. That's gonna be really cute. I, I, I want more Kirby love in the zeitgeist because I, I was a huge Kirby fan back in the day. Like, uh, Kirby. Nightmare in Dreamland, super big game to me. And then there was the one where uh, you go up against Meta Knight and, like, the final level is, like, on his battle barge. Um, that was the one, like, on DS that came with, like, three other of those spin-off games that weren't oh, really yeah. Kirby games. Um, and I, I, it was just, like, so cool. And I'm, like, I feel like Kirby deserves a little bit more love.
1: He didn't, He definitely deserves less free-to-play games that were made maliciously to steal money from children.
0: No, uh, you know, I don't know. I kind of like that. That gets my suck brain rattling. You know what I mean? Or she's like, yeah, Yeah, that's fair. It's
1: a real good reminder that Kirby is at its core about a little pink guy taking on nightmare creatures from hell. (laughs) Blake Raya.
0: Yeah, what's up? What have you been playing? What have you been up to? I have been knee-deep in Cult of the Lamb still. Um, what's really fun about it, It just a little update, because I talked about it last week, I am now fully in, like, I'm on, like, day 50 of this game. And uh, Okay, so you actually kind of understand the mechanics and stuff yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, I'm like, I actually know the back and forth of it. And it's the weirdest thing. It's a rogue game that, in a way, kind of punishes you by uh, from... Uh, when you play the rogue elements of it. So it's like, Uh like, like I was explaining to you last week is you are doing like these procedurally generated runs through like various themed forests where at the end of it, there's some cultist monster or the one of the four, you know, main cultists that you're trying to kill to free your, you know, the God who waits, um, but the but the the thing of it though is is like the more time you spend away from your cult the more your cult stops worshiping you and starts dissenting so it's this fine balance of like okay i can only spend this much time on a rogue run uh before my cult starts falling apart at the seams so it's this interesting yeah and and it's like I, I, I was kind of ups, not upset, but like when I first started playing the rogue elements, I'm like, oh, this is kind of easy. I can see myself burning through this game really fast. No, 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 no. It, you get your ass handed to you if you try and like speed run through all of the cult things, because what's really neat, too, is as you go through more areas like the cultists, like those four cultists I was telling more you about. More areas in the roguelike half or more yes. areas
1: in the cult half?
0: Four areas in the rogue half. Like each of them are okay. dominated by one, you know big honcho that you got to kill as you go through those things they start sending like blight and other things to affect your cult like they make people start being sick or start starving so it's like it, it really punishes you if you're trying to just grind out the rogue thing which i was a little bit upset about because like i'm like i want to do the battle elements i want to do the battle stuff but then it also combats the main problem i've had with like rogue games like say hades it's it makes me appreciate the time that I'm out there, kind of doing the grindy rogue things, because it doesn't happen as much, so I don't get burnt out on it as fast. Um, it's like it's 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 like a natural like hey hold on, uh, but digest the game a little bit, and then when you come back to this rogue element, you will enjoy it a little bit more. It's cool. It's it's fun. Uh, I fed a guy poop because uh, he asked me to. Um, your cultist asked you to do some weird shit. Huh. I will say. um, <laughs> I'm sorry. He just asked for that. Yeah. No. Your cultists—they all have like little quests that they can give you, and the, it. it and one worked. of them was that he wanted to eat some dookie. Yeah. He came. Was he, he a dog? He, he no. He came. I don't know what he was, but he came up to me and he's like. I mean, he was hey, a freak. I'll tell my, you that much. <laughs> a little bit. He came up to me. He's like, "Hey, my my master, I have pledged all of my life to you. Let me pledge you. Let me show you my." worship by eating this poop. It would bring me it would bring me so much joy. And if you say no to him, your cult as a whole loses faith points. Uh no, that's fine. <laughs> I think that,
1: that we can sacrifice those points. It's not worth making a minute it's not helping it's not
0: worth helping. I mean he wanted it. He wanted it. Uh, he wanted it and it's like uh <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, like, it's fun. Yeah, I no longer
1: wish to talk to you about the nasty poop eating video game. Would right. you like to make horrible cursed video <laughs> games uh,
0: instead? Can we make our own poopy eating video game? If, well, I, if, you know I, what? I, if it would bring me so much joy, AJ, would you allow me to make a poopy eating game? It's too early in the show for me to say that I wouldn't. Blake Raya, this submission comes to you
1: from twice their body-length tongue, Chameleon oh. Foots. Oh, is that a new submitter? Hello, welcome. No, this is Chameleon Foots. Uh, just the, they give us little chameleon facts sometimes. Uh, a game where you teach your grandma how to use your cell phone. However, the task is even more daunting because her phone is cursed. Oh.
0: Hello. However,
1: I would like to go one step further. Okay. What if the phone is haunted?
0: And I, not cursed. I love that idea. Um, which route do we? Because the the gameplay mechanics to me all relate to the narrative. Is this that's fair? Is this like say the phone is haunted? Is it somebody that the grandma knew that is haunting it, like their partner, or haunted by the? Or let me let me give by the you, grandma's ex lover. Or no, let me give you something a little bit wilder. Um, my grandparents, as I think many grandparents do, they love watching infomercials in the middle of the night. It's like, hey, I have this jewelry package. Hey, I have this knife. Hey, I have these cool things. Why do you know you what your like... grandparents watch in the middle of the night? You don't know about this? I feel like so many different pieces of media have made spoofs on this. Of like no, old people buying like and shit. I'm just curious about how
1: how you know your grandparents do because my Are grandparents in, buying... there in the dead of the night. No, just because they buy me watching.
0: Their... This... No, because they buy me this shit, and I know that's the only time the infomercials actually come on. Oh, Okay, Cause... that's fair. Okay, <laughs> I mean they don't buy me. You know it's weird. They bought it for me more when I was younger, but now that I'm an adult. I feel like they finally realized that it was dumb. Now they're wondering where the hell, why the hell you aren't buying it yourself. They're like,
1: Hey, Blake, have you not seen the infomercial channel? <laughs> I, <laughs> how I, often are they leaving the infomercial channel on around you? When oh you're my in home?
0: God, dude, it, there was a time where I would, uh, when I was a kid, I would wake up and I, I would wake up to the infomercial being on somewhere in the house. And I'm like, Oh fuck, there it is. Um, but I Billy never really... Mays is here. I can hear him. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, is I would love to do a game where we are trying uh, – where our grandma – bought this um haunted phone from an infomercial and all of the it was wh- the last
1: jitterbug in existence. Oh
0: fuck, she was like it's a collectible. Um do you, all, so- do you remember jitterbug? Yeah, it was like a, it was like a little it, it, I, it was the cell phone for old people. Yeah, it looks it kind of looks how the airpod case looks now. It's like that just small rounded Oh my thing. god, you're right. Doesn't it? It kind of it's it's just like the very rounded edges almost like egg like um, but yeah, no. So what I'm thinking or what I'm pitching is, is that our grandma gets this haunted phone. She can't get rid of it. Um, so she, we have to be play the infomercial game and we buy things that help our grandma learn how to use the phone because maybe that's how the exorcism gets cleared. Is she has to okay. learn how to... She has to learn how to use the phone. I man, that's kind of a fucked up curse. It's like, Cur- I curse thee, boomer. You will, I will not leave you until you understand how technology works. That,
1: th- and that's exactly <laughs> why I was imagining it being the haunting. Perhaps another old person trapped in the phone, and you're trying to teach two oh, old people how
0: to use a cell phone. Oh, and that okay? Then that gives us kind of the emotional thing is because we want to free the uh, the person in the phone. Interesting. Mm. Okay, so how? Do we play the game of buying like what are the things we buy from infomercials? Oh, dude, you know what would actually be really cool? So hold on. This this a uh, little backstory thing. Um okay. to, for the audience. So AJ and I recently uh got done playing uh this one game on the Let's Play channel called uh, uh what's the Space Warlord
1: no, organ training. No, 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 it was the
0: Hitman one. It was the Hitman one. Um uh, it was the like it was the the where we play the old man. Who's like it, basically living his last day of his life? Um, adios. Uh, yes, adios. There is a section in adios that I think was so cool where you actually had to look at phone numbers on a piece of paper, and those were that's what you would have to dial into a um into a phone rotary phone Yeah. to a rotary phone so what if we did a whole game that was about expanding what numbers you could call that give you access to buying different things to teach your grandma so like you maybe this is a game that's like you're locked in position where you are at a dinner table and you have your grandma sitting across the table from you, and all you have is a rotary phone and maybe a phone book. And depending on what you buy, it gives you access to more phone numbers. So, like, for example, you buy a uh, – you buy what would be the first thing you would buy for a Honda phone a battery. You need to buy a replacement battery. On the ba- – once you buy that package, maybe there's inside the manual – there's like a whole list of new phone numbers. No, no, a cell phone it. number for you yeah, to call. But okay,
1: it... so here's my question is, what are what's the end game here? What are we building towards? And also, how do we interface with that? Are we just sitting our grandma down and being like, check this out, you can call this number now? Mm-hmm, or are we mm-hmm. perhaps instead, would it be better at that point to scrap the child in general and play instead as an old woman who has oh. just purchased a jitterbug And is slowly learning how to interact and interface with the world through her cell phone based on context clues around her home and her phone and on
0: the TV. But, you know. You see what I mean? Yeah, no, I I prefer that. I prefer
1: that. And more of the granny walking around the house and they find a post-it note. And Mm -hmm. the post-it note is like from somebody. It's like, hey, sorry I missed you. Give me a call XOXO on a note on like a sticky note on Mm -hmm. the fridge Mm -hmm. and then you can try to interact with the phone and call that person Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. so is so what is the benefit of calling people when we're trying to free somebody from the phone itself? you get a little bit more oh that's right there's
1: a ghost in the phone yeah
0: so i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out it's like that's why i think like i i'm down to uh, to knock out the kid character altogether, and I think it actually makes more sense that we play from the perspective of this grandma because she's trying to solve the problem in the only way that she knows how, and that's by watching infomercials. And we get to have so yes. much, yeah. And we get to have so much fun with like the fake commercials we get to make. Oh God, that would be so much fun. We just like, uh, we just make like, <laughs> there's just like a, a bunch of um, remember uh, Planet Terror where they had like all the fake movie trailers at the beginning of it. Oh uh, yeah, we the, just do
1: the grindhouse films. Yeah,
0: we just do a bunch of low quality shit that's that's of that caliber, and that's I what think it's all fascinating of our infomercials. That you is. reached
1: for that as your reference point, and not um, what's the movie? It was the game that it's not a very good shooter, and the writing's really bad, and that's what makes it really fun. I have you got a flashlight, Alan Wake. <laughs> you don't like
0: the writing? I love the writing in that game.
1: Uh, no, I think that's just it. Is I think that Alan Wake strikes this thing where like.
0: The writing is
1: very comical, and I yeah. don't know if it knows that it's very funny to be happening. Mm. All the, like, you know what I mean? Like, again, I it's love the writing self-aware. in that game, but it's very, it's very much like I walked into the house and it was dark and spooky, <laughs> and the guy walks into the house and you hear Alan Wake in his normal voice say. It's dark and
0: spooky in here, and like that's basically every three minutes <laughs> yeah, of that game. Yeah, it it, rules. It, it, I, I don't know. Like, you bring up a good point that that game is weirdly cheesy. Um, but I, it I also is so I wa- cheesy. I want to hope so, that, that... that's what's yeah, so good about I, it. I want to hope it is purposeful, and
1: like, I. It might be... I, if I had, it is purposeful, they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. If
0: it's not purposeful, it is equally as funny. But here's the thing, though, is, like, I with the new game coming out, they really want it to be a survival horror thing, so that leads me to believe that they it. That wanted, makes me worried. The, yeah, the, well, that makes... <laughs> no, I'm stoked. I'm, like, so fucking stoked that my favorite elements of Alan Wake are, like, those moments of terror and just dark loneliness atmosphere. Those are my atmosphere. least favorite moments love because that then shit. I
1: know that the game wants me to try to use the dog shit gun controls.
0: <laughs> what? I love the gun
1: controls. It's so satisfying. And it's, it's going to so throw satisfying. 18 enemies at me and be like, how's it going, AJ? You love this game for the combat, right? I'm like, no, I actually hate it. And like, here's your dodge button.
0: It... It, your dude doesn't dodge, he just kind of bobs his head and you're going to
1: get hit with shit anyway. you ready? Well, you Here's no, you got to do it at,
0: AJ, you got to do it at just the right, it's just the right time to dodge. No, I, I, you know what? It is my favorite video game. I will be the first to say it is not a perfect video game <laughs> I, by I love any that means. Game.
1: It's very fun. Like it got on my nerves, but every time it did, I just found myself smiling about it. If that makes any
0: sense. It's a weird game. I love it. Oh, okay. Okay, so let's let's circle this back or do we want to try and try do a different game? Try Let's and, put
1: a pin in it and move on to another game because okay. I understand that you're working on a hard crunch this week.
0: Yes, I got a little bit. I got a little bit of a crunch, so we're going to do a little bit of a short episode this week. This one comes to us on Twitter from Doctor Peener at Doctor Underscore Piener. A driving math game: speed down the highway while answering math question questions by driving on specific number lanes. If you get it wrong, you will crash. And you get it really wrong, a cop will tell you. Your speed will be based off of multiplication problems for the perfect drift i adore this i there has been this flux of games recently and i don't know what has brought it on but it is like just narratives that completely take place inside the cabin of a car um there was this uh there's i think it's like highway radio i just saw the game grumps play it it's just like you are in a car that is in limbo and and you are listening to this radio as two demons are fighting over what to do with your soul. But it's all under the context of, like, a, a radio contest of, like, if you answer this right, you uh, move on to the next round. Um, oh, and, interesting. Yeah, I it's I know that there was really also cool. a
1: game that was on the indie sh- Nintendo Showcase at one point that was talking about having a video game where it was sort of procedurally generated about what people you would pick up in your car when –
0: Whoa, that's interesting. Okay, okay, I like that. Um, yeah, no, I, I is there like a horror element to it? Because I feel like a lot of these games. Yeah, there was. I this might yeah. be, have been a different
1: one, but I remember another game where you would pick up uh people on the along the road and there Mm -hmm. was a tension meter and you were just trying to make sure that the tension meter never blew up. I don't remember if I saw that game at some sort of video game showcase or if Mm -hmm. I saw that on TikTok,
0: but I do remember seeing a video game about that. What is it about like horror games that take place in cars? Is it like the confined element of it? It's because cars are bad and we should abolish them. I I like my car very much. Actually, (laughs) I I'm using it to visit friends. Uh, and the like. No, it, I I wonder if it's because like you are, even though you can technically go wherever you want, you can drive wherever you want, you still also are locked in a, steel in a death, space. death
1: trap. And yeah, it's, it's cruising around at sixty five to seventy five yeah. to eighty five Yeah, and if like hour. and if like one and person is still in the so car, chooses to jump across
0: <laughs> the road, everyone in that car can die. Really? I thought it was just like the people in the front that usually die from
1: elks. Unless the car veers and flips. Uh. Come on, Blake. It's cruising at 95
0: miles per hour. You think one elk is going to stop the entire vehicle? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, okay, so let's kind of wrap this into our math game. Is there a world where we... So the, the the bones of this game is that you are driving a car and you need to keep the car going by solving math problems and deciding... And you are uh, picking, like, what lane... Plus your miles per hour um, is like the uh, is the that becomes the answer to the question. So you need to maybe at the top of the screen, you're given a prompt and it's like X plus Y divided by uh, divided by this other number equals what? Um, and then you need to fill in like, what is X equal? What is Y equal? And do on all that shit. Maybe the game starts off really simple where it's just like you see still- started off with simple problems. Six plus two is eight.
1: Or and that it's would help six you jump into the lane that you would want to jump it into.
0: N- or you do you have to pick what lane? Um, or you are that given math the- problem. I see what you mean. Yeah. six plus
1: x equals eight, and then you there's yes. three lanes. You got to figure five, out and two, and then you just line up into the two, uh, thing. Yes. What I'm very curious about specifically on this is how do we do math in a way that is constantly happening. Because I think that with a lot of driving video games, people talk about what makes it feel good, right? Mm-hmm, and, like, a mm-hmm. good driving video game player understands how to make the cars move left and right based on feel. They yeah. understand They understand the way that the... Tires should be moving. They understand where their fingers should be on the controller. They understand how to make it flow just right. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm over that as a competitive edge (laughs) and I want all competitive edges (laughs) to be math based. Okay. The the submitter proposed something about knowing exactly the math behind getting that drift so right. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm more curious about. I okay. want people to understand what lane they need to be in and how fast they need to be going and how, what angle they need to be turning their wheel. Oh at. my God. I don't want like, them to be feeling it out in the turn. Oh I want God. them to know when they arrive at the turn all of the math behind the perfect drift. Okay.
0: Okay. That's a great name for it a game. It is by a the way. science.
1: We are playing a
0: video game. I do. Let's not act like we aren't. Okay. I do love the concept of, but I, I like. I like that concept because it's going to be so satisfying, except when it fucking isn't, because so much of this game is going to be like that trial phase of like, okay, I need to solve the math problem. And then in the bottom left corner, there's going to be something that takes into account angle. It's going to be like an actual chart that shows the car's angle. And you are like, hey, you're going around this turn, and you need to be—you need to solve the math problem and be at like the ninety-degree angle. That is what the perfect turn is. There's a math term for what it's called when you're measuring the curvature of a graph. yes yeah, I ca- don't know that math term. <laughs> yeah, it's called the rad graph, bro. Fucking dig it's it. It's not what it's <laughs> called, probably. <laughs>
1: But in this game, you will have to be doing that all the time. Uh You'll be uh digging through so much math (laughs) to make sure that your
0: lines are perfect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, okay. But does this game have any stank, though? or is this like satisfaction track traction satisfaction is it? god there's just like a lot of good names for something traction like satisfaction this satisfaction satisfaction's not terrible uh-huh.
1: what i love about this is it's also just sort of the 21st century answer to the ma- to the cool math games we got as kids yeah. because I think that, like edutainment didn't edutainment's not coming out in 4k at 60 frames a second and i wish it was you know what i mean like everyone's talking about oh look Sony went back and they redid Last of Us again, and it's the exact same, but you all want it more. What if the faces but you can were see all of the time? pores
0: on his face. Yeah, you no, I know I can
1: even more of all you can see all of the pores more this time. for real <laughs> all of guys. the pores more this time. <laughs> well, I know last time we said, look at how good all the pores were, and you could see them all, but now you can see them all more. And how's it going? <laughs> We're here to give you this game and we made we did more crunch and we made more people's lives worse for less less new things, no new things hmm. actually this time. Okay. So- what if we just went back in time and erased all the art direction we did for our last video game? <laughs> Are you a, would you like are you, it better this time? Are you, I'm not going to lie, Blake. Ray, if yeah, I could you're do not doing a bit. Right <laughs> now, um, I'm not doing a bit. Legitimately, <laughs> yeah. fuck Sony. Do not go buy the Last of Us PS5 remake. It does not make any sense. I want it to fail. I might anyway.
0: <laughs> oh, I respect Naughty you. Naughty dog. You. It's fucked eat up. Rocks. <laughs> Okay Where was I? oh right so we yes, should you. be spending all of
1: that development time and creating crunch and making people's living lives hell during development cycles so that they can put pajama sam behind the wheel and teach kids math Is that the... I understand that I'm reaching yeah. for pajama sam again but I need you to understand I don't remember the name of the edutainment car guy that was the purple car that talked to kids I don't remember I don't even, his name, I don't I would love that,
0: bro. I played one edutainment game game when I was a kid, and it was like I was playing little toy soldiers that made that where I would shoot letters to spell words, and even that ran like horseshit. So I I, I I don't have the the plethora of knowledge of of edutainment games. Um, oh man, it's actually taking me back. I used to play this uh, Jurassic Park board game uh, on my old computer right after I would beat that like. The, the 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 toy soldier shooting game. Oh man, classic classic cell shaded bullshit. Okay, it does. It, I don't necessarily feel like it has too much stank. Is there? Let's take a couple minutes um, before we pick our nug. I want to just dive into how can we make scary. Can math I give one scary? submission really quick? Yeah, uh, you want to give a submission or? Yeah, go for it. I I I I'm down for another idea. Yeah, I just want to see double check
1: and see if this one hits you. Uh, August, win- August of wind blows your hair in your eyes at dust in your eyes. Chicks dig giant robots. That's really the entirety of the submission, but it did make <laughs> me think of Megas XLR. Do you remember that Of course I remember the show?
0: Megas XLR with the alien lady that was mad at this at her trucker boyfriend who loved drinking Ices and had a hot For the rod record, flame he mag- wasn't a, a trucker. He had a hot rod and he duct taped it
1: to the top of a robot.
0: No, no, that can't be it. I don't think he was I a thought, trucker, my dear. Why does he look like a trucker? He looked... He looks like he looks like the people my dad hangs out with. Oh, I guess yeah, he has torn sleeves and flan. Yeah, I, I don't. He looks like the lead singer of Smash Mouth too. I never Is got over that. Is there any way that we
1: can bring the frontman from Megas XLR into teaching people how to do math? Oh and my! Also, it's about giant robots to get the girls to come play this video <laughs> game. Because the boys will be there for the cars, <laughs> the girls will be there for the giant robots, uh, and, the, and we'll have them all and trick them if, all into learning math.
0: Yeah, if we're bringing back mid two thousands uh, shit, we might as well bring back the problematic elements too, huh? It's like guys like
1: so large problematic.
0: No, but the the idea of like guys like cars, girls don't. You know that that is. I uh, well, guys do <laughs> like cars and girls don't, but that's
1: fine because girls dig. What are you robots. talking about? Girls love giant robots. You're right. You're you're right. I have never... Uh, Which is kind of like... It's kind of like cars, except they have hands.
0: <laughs> it's what all my girls... And I don't that's understand. It's what, what, all, what all my female friends are telling me about anytime I see them, about how they're hunting some hot mech trim on the weekends. I don't
1: understand <laughs> the feminine gaze entirely, but I know that hands and looking at hands is a thing. So giant robots are just thing? cars with hands.
0: Is that and is that a thing? I'm. I am. I'm not too aware of. The, of the Come fe- on, you went to film school. You know about the men. the
1: oh, I know. Gaze no, 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 no. no, no. I No,
0: I know about the. I know about the male gaze, but I've never heard about the feminine gaze. It doesn't surprise me that it's a thing, but I don't feel men have uh, have been objectified in media as as females have. So I didn't I know that like there was hands like hands are a big thing. Really yeah. interesting. All yeah. right, this this is a met game all about design, all about hands, bro
1: you're not designing scrap that you're not designing we're doing math the robots
0: are the robots are just there for the sex appeal i have it i have it i have the game for you so you go through this is the guy this is a his hers game <laughs> okay, go on. This is this is a game you and your girlfriend sit on a couch and play and you are you the guy are in the are playing the game and you are solving all these math problems trying to make the perfect turn. It's all about like getting that getting that perfect feeling and that perfect math and that perfect analysis and when you uh-huh. get it, the guy gets the <laughs> That his element is he gets the satisfying thing of like oh here's the, here's the uh, I I did it I I got this drift here's the little cutscene that plays and then right after the cutscene happens the tra- the car transforms into a mech into a hot mech and gives you uh-huh. like one lo- uh, like a line at the end of the cutscene, and that's what gets the women that are on the couch with you weak that'll, in the knees yeah that'll make sure that girls are playing this game too so no, no 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 they the don't cool play this game there's nothing like you said right you're right you're right this is not girls don't play this game they watch this game to this oh oh they can't play it either no they can't play it bro you committed to this you said like let's make like st- no i said that the guys will
1: play it for the cars the girls will play it for the giant robots they're both uh, doing
0: that okay all right my all math right. is inclusive uh, okay all right <laughs> that's a good line my math is inclusive all right you know what hey i'll call that a game I'll call that a game. Is this what?
1: anything? I know we're on a time crunch. I would, in a perfect world, I'd go through more submissions,
0: but I don't know if we have time for it. I, I don't know. I think for a little episode, I think it's fun. Like, it's it's, it's all there. You solve the math problems. Mm. Oh, no. I'm getting a call. I gotta go. Oh, no. Uh, I gotta, AJ, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. I'm so okay, sorry. bye, Blake. Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 hey, everybody. Welcome to Patch Notes.
1: <laughs> Uh, this week, we just want to say thank you all for listening so much. We're sorry for the
0: short episode. Uh, oh, what do we call in the game? Traction. Uh, traction... traction satisfaction. Trat- the intro traction and outro music of our show is Cheap Yo! Shop by Anna Gucci.
1: An excellent song from an excellent game for an excellent band. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I've been your other host, Blake Rhea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.